Well, turn with me to Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter. And I want to talk to us today about some important things to remember. How many of you know that it's important to remember? It's important. It's important in many ways. Remembering is part of our faith as it grows. Man, we remember God's blessings. We remember His promises. We remember uh, His truth in His Word. Some of us were involved this last week uh, with Hope Christian School uh, at a retreat up at Glorietta. And the board was up there uh, for a planning retreat. And we paused and realized that we're about to uh, begin the 40th anniversary of Hope Christian School. Can you believe that? That means some of us that were involved when it got started uh, are great grand teachers because we have seen how many generations now. Well, you know, the Bible talks about a generation uh, as a period as short as 20 years. So it depends on how you count it. Uh, Often it's counted as a 40-year period. But so one or two generations, incredible God's provision. And not all of us realize at Hope Christian School that started out as a dream right here at this church as Wayne Alert, a shop teacher in Las Lunas, really wanted a better school for Christian students in our community. And we prayed with him and some of us served with him in those early years. And God established a school, first class, 57 students in that whole school, and four graduates that first year. And now 40 years later, let me say this, Hope Christian School is the largest private school in New Mexico. Has won, excuse me, has, uh, has won awards nationally as one of the best Christian schools in the country. And I understand that the, uh, the sports program has achieved over 80 state championships, which has been the, 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 the best advertising that Hope has had in the community because of the quality of our students as they compete with students in other schools. But anyway, it was uh, time to remember. And uh, those of us uh, in leadership at Hope Christian School, I'm, I continue to be on the board We're talking about ways that we could honor God in remembering His blessings and His provisions because it's really a journey of faith. It's a journey of faith. Now we talk about uh, remembering. Uh, People might think that uh, we do that just because we're getting older. Well, it's part of getting older. Uh, Pastor Phil and I have a friend, uh, Harold Helms, who says... I realized I was getting older when I started every sentence with, I remember. It's good to remember. And we cherish the memories of our older saints who have things worth remembering as they're able to share. And so remembering is pretty important. And God spoke to Israel about the importance of remembering God's goodness. Do you realize that we can forget God's blessings? 
we can forget what He's said in His Word. We can forget what He has told us is important if we don't pause to remember. And a big part of our faith as it grows is realizing that this is a great story that's unfolding and we're telling this story and we're sharing it. We all have our personal story, the memories we have of God's blessing. We have the, our family stories that we share. We have our church stories that we share. And we have the story of our faith that goes from generation to generation. And uh, it's not so popular to remember and to tell the stories in our culture because our culture is all about the now, all about the future. And we need to say, wait a minute, it's important. It's important to remember. Think about our nation, how important it is to remember how our nation was founded. Remember God's uh, blessing. I think about Thanksgiving. Do you know that uh, Thanksgiving was initiated in 1943 during the Civil War by Abraham Lincoln for people to give thanks in a time of great national tragedy? But it wasn't an official holiday until 1943 during World War II when it was made an official, another time of real turmoil and trial for our nation. And the word was to stop and to give thanks for His goodness and remember how God has blessed us. Absolutely. Well, we read in Deuteronomy how Israel was reminded to consider God's blessings in their journey of faith. Notice Deuteronomy chapter 8. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath of our forefathers. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you and test you in order to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep His commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known, to teach you that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Your clothes did not wear out, and your feet did not swell during those 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, so the Father, so the Lord, your God, disciplines you. Wow, what good instruction for Israel and for us to stop and remember how we got here, to stop and remember God's blessings. <clears throat> you know, uh, memory is very important uh, to, uh, to our lives. And uh, to our health, we realize uh, that without memory, <clears throat> without memory, there's no learning. All learning depends on the ability to remember what we know. We could even say that without memory, there's no relationship because our relationships are based on what we share and what we can affirm. 
and how uh, we remember one another. We could also say that memory is important to our identity, remembering uh, who we are and how we got here. And of course, memory is important to our legacy and what we pass on to others, the stories that we tell. I can remember uh, my uh, grandma, Borth, uh, my mother's mother, who grew up in Germany in very difficult times, and we used to ask her to, to tell us stories about Germany. And we were children, didn't know what a difficult life she, she led during those days. But I remember her once saying, I would rather talk about the blessings of God. And she had lots of stories about God's blessing. And she had a lot of bad memories, hurtful memories, about the early days in Germany before World War I and how she immigrated to this country and then sent her sons to war against Germany in World War II. It was a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. And so she preferred to remember the blessings of God. <clears throat> and so do we, don't we? How many of you have suffered a little bit in your life? Struggled? Been tested? Been disappointed? Absolutely. <laughs> it is so good to remember the blessings of the Lord and His provision. I heard a cute story about an older couple in a retirement home, and uh, the children became concerned when they heard Dad introduce his, uh, their mother as his current wife. And so they talked to the doctor about it, and the doctor was going to check it out with them, and he said, well, what about this? Did you refer to as her as your current wife? He said, oh, doctor, where's your sense of humor? She's the only current wife I've ever had. I wouldn't recommend that you uh, introduce your wife as your current wife. But there's something about the perspective of remembering and the importance of realizing that life is continuing beyond us. We have a part in it. And for us to understand who we are and how we got here is so very important. Our experience in the Christian faith, our testimony. The Apostle Paul says that we are all, because of our experience in Christ, we're a letter from God to be known and read by all people. Do you realize that all of your experiences and your memories are valuable in your, in your testimony as you tell others about your faith in God and the difference that He has made in you? Those memories, how precious they are. Well, I would like uh, to uh, give you some uh, insights into this Scripture. And I want you to see uh, seven important things to remember so that you can continue to grow in your faith. I've identified seven things that Israel was encouraged to remember that we also need to remember as Christians if we want to grow in our faith and continue forward. And so if you're taking notes, the first one is in verse 8 where he says, Remember every command. And we remember the Ten Commandments. Have the Ten Commandments had an important impact on history? <laughs> Absolutely. 
There is no uh, document in all of human history that has had a greater influence on society, upon law, about how we interact as people than the Ten Commandments. That's why there's still uh, considerable debate across the country as uh, very various uh, governing agencies uh, have uh, taken the responsibility of trying to sort out this issue. Can we display the Ten Commandments in a public place on community property? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but I know that we better remember the Ten Commandments. How about you? They're important to our faith. And not only just to know them and remember them, but to observe them. Number two, he says, remember the promise of God for the promised land. Our hope for the future. Now, how many of you know that we have a promise from God regarding the future? And it's not the promised land, but it's heaven and all that God has promised that we will receive. How many of you are personally looking forward to heaven as God's promise? Absolutely. That's our hope. That can never be taken away from us. We're also promised that Jesus will come for us. And He will come for us individually or He'll come for the whole body of Christ. But He's coming. And we can know that we will not be disappointed if we're looking forward to the promise of His coming. So what we have all we all have something to look forward to. And Christians, when they're in time of suffering and struggle, as they think about heaven, as they think about the second coming of Jesus Christ, find great strength. Can I encourage you, if you, whenever you start to really get troubled about what's happening in your life, things aren't going the way you want them to, problems are overwhelmed, just pause for a moment and think about all that God has promised you in Christ, in heaven, in the fullness of your salvation, and you'll realize that, you know what? I don't have much to worry about considering what I am going to receive. Third thing we need to remember, and that is our journey of faith. Now, for Israel, it was about coming out of Egypt, being led through the wilderness for 40 years, entering into the promised land. And so God's saying, don't forget how I took care of you, how I provided for you. And we know that uh, our life can be seen as a faith journey. How many of you can look back and uh, there's a few miles there logged in? in terms of your experience as a Christian. Absolutely. And your faithfulness in that life's journey is something of great value. The journey is a witness, a testimony of God's goodness and His faithfulness, and we should not forget. How many of you really know practically that God didn't bring us this far just to abandon us? God brought us this far for an even greater purpose. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's going to see us through. He has promised to carry us through this whole life and deliver us on the other side. Absolutely. Do you have your story, your journey of faith? When did it begin? What has happened? 
I was uh, I just enjoyed uh, a brief conversation I had with Louise Stambaugh. And she was reminding me of when I sat in her class, the primary boys, we met right there in that storage room, by the way. And she told me about how she enjoyed teaching me because I was always interested in listening to the Word of God. And I thought, oh, I hope so. And I, I, can, re- I can remember some of the lessons that she taught. And I can remember the impact that she had on my life when I was... Uh, Junior, uh, primary or junior boy as she taught that class when I was that age. And so that was part of my journey of faith. And it goes on and on and on to this day, and yours does too. And so we can be grateful for that. <clears throat> Number four, we need to remember God's purpose in our trials and in our testing. Do you remember Israel, rebellious against God demanding water, Moses, who became angry at them, and at Meribah he took his staff and he smote the rock and the the waters came forth. Their thirst was satisfied, but Moses had violated his own conscience by striking that rock against God's instruction. So it was, they were tested. Moses was personally tested. And they learned a very important lesson through that. How many of you know that sometimes when we're in the test, we don't realize how important the lesson really is? And somehow in our rationalization, we can say, oh, I can just go ahead and compromise this time. It'll be okay. And we say, God forgives. We're not realizing that somehow in that moment, there is a a moral responsibility and we can rebel and we can break God's uh, law in our hearts in such a way which is much more destructive than we can realize from the circumstances. And so all of those tests, those trials, those experiences help us realize it's important. It's important to obey God (laughs) when we're tested. When we're being tempted when we're enduring the tribulations of this life. And some of us are in testing right now. I mean, we've got trials going on right now and we need to support each other. And we need to realize that God is gracious. He will see us through. But His purpose is to reveal what's in our heart that we might become more of what He wants us to be. And so it goes through every test and trial. Number five. This is a a good one that we need to remember. And that is we need to remember the provision of God. And what does God point to? The fact that they were hungry in the wilderness and He gave them manna, which was something very special that men had never eaten before. And he wanted the manna to be a lesson about God's Word. And what was that lesson? That uh, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Did you know that uh, it was this instruction, which was the cultural basis of why we say the blessing before we eat and we sit down at the table? How many of you do that? Your family, you personally? 
you thank God for that food. And it comes out of the tradition of Israel being taught to be grateful for God's provision. Are you grateful for every meal? Food is so plentiful in this country, in this culture. Do we even thank God for that? We really should. It's only because of God's goodness and His blessing that He continues to provide food. And what about Israel? God saw to it that their sandals didn't even wear out as they walked across the wilderness because He was providing for them and taking care of them. And they were not as grateful as they should have been for God's provision. How many of you have shoes this morning? And clothing this morning? And have a roof over your head because of God's provision? Well, we need to thank Him every day. We need to remember it's because of God's goodness. You say, well, I work hard and I pay for these things myself, but who gave you the health and the strength and the knowledge and the ability to work hard? And who provided for that employment or that visit or whatever it is? We need to realize God's provision is a great blessing. Number six, the sixth thing we need to, to remember, just as surely as God spoke to us through the manna regarding the importance of every word that comes from His mouth, we need to pause and give thanks for His Word. And here, we see God's Word as something which is a gift from heaven that comes daily if we're willing to receive it. You know, one evidence that we really value God's Word is how much time we spend with it. Do we value it? Is it as important to us as bread and food that we partake of every day? It should be. Do we look forward to gathering Scripture as surely as Israel would gather manna every day? And how many of you know that God has a word for us every day if we're willing to receive it? There's something about it, the word that He has for us today. We need something different tomorrow. And so it is, He teaches us daily. Now, some of us have uh, smartphones that are smart enough to even have Bible reading plans. How many of you have a Bible reading plan on your... Uh, listen, I love that because I travel quite a bit and I can just hit my app and then go to my, my Bible reading plan and I can read through the Bible in a year. I can pull up a devotional thought. I can research a scripture. What a blessing that is. Should we use technology for spiritual growth? Yeah, if we've got it. And yes, I, I love my Bible, and I love to hold it in my hands and study it, but it's not, it's not these physical pages that's important. It's the Word of God contained in these pages. However I can receive God's Word is very, very important. Well, number seven and I'll review all of them before we finish, but what is the seventh thing that we are told to remember? Well, we need to remember that all of this journey, all of God's dealings are about His love for us as our Heavenly Father. And it's about our discipline that we may grow and learn in our faith and become more like His Son. And so we need to remember His 
discipline and be grateful for that. I am grateful for God's discipline in my life. How about you? You know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for conviction of sin. Do you ever think about guilt is not the problem? Sin is the problem? Our culture tells us that guilt is the problem. We try to figure out you know, how to counsel that away or to use medication so it doesn't bother us anymore. And God's saying, thou shalt not. If this is a sin, then confess it and deal with it. You'll be free from it. And you realize that that's how we grow, not covering it up, not ignoring it. And I understand that there's, there are times when we need counseling and we need medication, of course. But in terms of accepting the discipline of the Lord, we realize God wants us to grow in the fullness of His purpose for us, just like parents want their children. Do you want good things for your children? Do you want them to grow and fulfill their potential? And so all of your discipline as a parent is for the benefit of your child. And so it is with God towards us. He disciplines us because He wants us to benefit and become all that He has planned for us to be. So what do we remember? Here we go. Let me help you remember what we are to remember. We need to remember His commandments, His promise, the journey, His purpose, His provision, His word, and His discipline. By the time we get to that end of that list, we're ready to say, Oh God, thank you. Thank you for giving me everything necessary for a successful journey through this life. We realize this is why we worship God. Because of His goodness. You know, people who who think that the Christian life is just a, a religion and just something that we agree to without understanding its value have no idea the depth of our appreciation for what God has done for us and is doing in our daily lives. We realize we have a faith that really is worth something, has great value, and we need to encourage one another in that. Now, as we close, let me say, as we think about our memories, all of us have memories. Not only these memories that we're talking about today, the good memories of the blessings of God, but we have memories of disappointment and hurts and problems and uh, broken relationships and struggles and things that hurt and uh, things that uh, interrupted the, the things that we hope to hold on to. And on and on, we, we need to realize that in this whole process, as we bring our whole lives before the Lord, you know, as we focus upon God and His purpose, He brings new meaning to all of those things. How many of you know that God can take something which at the time was a great loss or tragedy And before long, he turns it around and we have a perspective where we're even grateful for that thing because we came to know God better. You know, let me talk very specifically. I can remember when I was very sad. I was just 14 years old when my earthly father died. And I was very sad about that and felt the loss of that. 
And it wasn't until I was about 19 years of age that I realized that I had a heavenly father who could meet the need I had for my earthly father. And somehow through the loss of my earthly father, I had drawn closer to my heavenly father. And I realized that I had the best father in all the universe because I came to know God as my father. He promised to be the father of the fatherless, and so it is. And he put the context, put the, you know, the, the, the place of my earthly father in the right place where I was grateful for him, but so much more grateful for my heavenly father. And that's just one example of how God can take a hurt and turning it into something special and meaningful. And we realize he could do that with all of our hurts, all of our disappointments. What a wonderful thing it is to trust in him. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that we have so many wonderful memories of your goodness, O oh God, demonstrated in our own lives and in the lives of all those who have come before us, O oh God. Lord, we thank you for what we learn from others as they share about your blessings, O oh God. And it all works good and encouragement in our lives, O oh God. Help us. Lord, forgive us for not being grateful. Forgive us, O oh God, for not being responsible. And help us to move forward in this journey of faith, even as we recommit ourselves to you. Lord, we ask you to just touch our minds and hearts and heal those memories, O oh God. And Help us to bring things into perspective, oh God. The things that we've lost, we realize we really have gained in you. And so we thank you for it. Lord, help us today to look at our lives from a perspective where you really are. You really have a greater purpose than we've realized. And that you want us to recommit ourselves daily to that. In Jesus' name we pray. Please stand. We're going to have a song together. We're going to have an invitation. And we're going to be dismissed. Those of you that want to stay for prayer or for ministry, please do so. But as we conclude this service, let's look up to God with grateful hearts. Aren't you grateful this morning that the journey continues? That soon we're going to look back on this very day and say, Oh Lord, thank you. That was part of my journey. And so it is with every day as, as we realize that God really has a purpose in all that we experience. Let's sing, Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. Lord, we need you.
we conclude the service this morning. You know, there were times when Israel was called out, called out and said, okay, God's brought us this far. What what are we going to do from here? And they were asked, are you going to go forward? Are you going to go on with us? Or are you going to quit? And here we stand this morning as witnesses of one another. And let me ask you this morning, how many of you intend to go on in this journey of faith? (laughs) Move forward towards God's promise. How many of you say there's no quit in you? (laughs) There's no stop. There's no detour. I'm going on with God by His grace. Amen. As we bow our heads and close our eyes, let me say, if it's your desire to go forward, but you just you need some encouragement and help, let me ask for God's blessing. Lord, help that one that's struggling this morning, that's unsure, that needs, oh God, just a, a boost, oh God, in their heart this morning, oh God, a, a bit of encouragement, oh God, to know that it's worth it all and that you're going to see them through, oh God. And Lord, we just rededicate ourselves to walk with You every day, Lord, to be in Your Word and to pray and to be obedient to what You've commanded us. And Lord, help us to go on and to continue in our faith, knowing that it's all about being Your disciples. We thank You for it in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask You to dismiss us this morning with Your blessing and help us, O God, to be ready to tell our story to others. Our story is worth living and it's worth telling. And it will be an encouragement to others as we tell others about what you have meant to us and your blessings. And so, Lord, we just ask for your favor and your blessing as we're dismissed this morning. And, Lord, we do pray for those who need additional ministry this morning. We'd like to pray. We'd like to ask for prayer that they won't leave until their need is met. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. We're dismissed. Lord, we